0: Hi, this is John and Nicole Savlana of To Have and To Hold. And we just want to remind you that when you're listening to To Have and To Hold, that this isn't any professional counseling that we're giving. This isn't any um, specific direction in your life. We're really just sharing from our hearts our personal experiences, our own perspective as it relates to marriage, family, and our faith. And so we just want to remind you that what you do is what you do. It has nothing to do with us. But we'll keep praying for you. Keep praying for us. God bless. Welcome back to another episode of To Have and To Hold. Feels good.
1: Yes, it does.
0: We're like two episodes in. <laughs> two years later. I mean, I'm feeling good about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah I feel, it's feeling Baby good. steps. Baby steps. Mm-hmm. You got to crawl before you walk. You got to yeah. walk before you run. So grab your favorite glass. Today, we're toasting to marriage. Yes. The One Flesh Union.
1: So thank you for joining us. We wanted to really build upon what we were talking about last time. Specifically, we talked about goals and discerning God's will. And encouraging you to talk to your significant other about what is God placing on your heart. And maybe that's individually, but specifically as a couple, something Mm -hmm. that you can do. The best thing you can do, I think is to live out a healthy relationship, marriage for your children, for your family, for your community. But aside from that, if God is asking you to do something else, to prayerfully discern. But in this episode, I was thinking about, talking about as you're setting up a goal for, as a couple, which we know helps build romance, what if you're trying to do that and you're not in agreement. Mm.
0: Goals are different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: That could be a point of conflict.
1: That's correct, yes. So how do you resolve that? Both have good intentions. Mm -hmm. Both want to do something good. Mm -hmm. Both want to do this with each other, but there's differences in opinion.
0: It's almost as if the devil could use that
1: that's right that's
0: right yeah yeah well we wanted to start off we found a letter I know you had shared this with me a while ago about somebody put together for those of you who may be familiar with CS Lewis's screw tape letters about um, you know the letter between uh, screw tape and his nephew Wormwood about really how to you know affect the lives of souls right really to get people into despair. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he did one, there was an individual out there that um, wrote what he calls the modern day screw tape letter. So we wanted to, to kind of start this and use this because there's two key points you want to be able to hone in on. And so I'm going to read it to you and I'll, I'll we'll get this on the screen. My dear Wormwood, I was pleased to watch your subject pick a fight with his wife last night, especially over something so stupid. Hopefully, they will get into it again tonight. If they do, here's some advice. First, once you get lovers started in a conflict, make sure they stay focused on the content of what they are fighting about, rather than the way in which they are engaging in the conflict. You want them to be more interested in being right than in being in right relationship with one another. Second, Remember that all conflict begins with something, usually something rather small, but the lovers begin to really despise one another when they start reacting to the pain we planted in them decades ago. The goal is to fan the flames of their suspicion of each other and their distrust of each other until they each feel like the other is their enemy.
1: So could we, can we expand on it a little bit?
0: Yeah, let's do that.
1: Okay, so you think about the way the evil one comes in through trauma. We've talked about that before. Mm -hmm. And so when the enemy can play on our emotions and in our memory. So when there's a certain situation that arises between couples, we may feel a certain way that actually makes us feel like something happened. The same situation, same feelings we had years later is what he's referring to, right? Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And so we get triggered. Even though there's a different situation presented, we're triggered because of the last last incident. Mm -hmm. And in those incidents where we get hurt feelings or negative emotions, we make sense of it. Simultaneously, as we're feeling these things, we're making sense of it. Mm -hmm. And some of it, whatever the case may be, it's not safe, Whatever sort of false beliefs we have, mm-hmm. this person um, is—I um, don't know—we you, you see him as the enemy, mm-hmm. basically. And so now, if you're in a relationship or a conflict with your spouse, mm-hmm. and the spouse is reacting a certain way, and you get triggered, you're actually re- you're reacting to something that happened like you said, decades ago,
0: yeah.
1: not the current situation. It feels the same,
0: yeah.
1: even though it's not. And so I think on the outside looking in, you might be like, well, okay, what does this look like? There's a mismatch between your spouse's reaction mm-hmm. and the actual situation itself.
0: Mm-hmm. We talked about this actually in earlier episodes when we were talking about that dump truck moment. And we're all guilty. I know I'm super guilty of that, right? That my reaction is disproportionate to what actually occurred. Um, and this isn't even if it's necessarily just with spouses. It could be, you know, as a parent, yes. when you flip your, you lose your mind because, you know, your kid got Play-Doh on the floor, you know, and, and you, uh, it, I mean, you should have got Play-Doh to begin with. So that's your bad, honestly. Um, what you doing with that? But though we talked about that dump truck yes. and how often mm-hmm. we as couples and as spouses, Can fall prey to that Mm -hmm. not even realizing that you bumped into the wound and now here comes the lion
1: so these negative emotions that you Mm -hmm. felt during the time Mm -hmm. and these thoughts are coming and that's why it's so important to heal these wounds Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. particularly when you're going into marriage Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: yeah so you know when when, you know screw tape is saying get them to get them to focus on that right it's not even about the issue anymore exactly how many times have we have we Mm -hmm. have you felt like if i just if i it's so stupid that we're arguing about this Mm -hmm. like and now we're in separate rooms or Mm -hmm. we haven't talked in three days which isn't a good thing Mm -hmm. um whatever it may be we haven't resolved we haven't reconciled and it was over something like washing the dishes or Mm um you know uh being snarky at, at each other when you were, you know, uh, upset or whatever it is, whatever the mm-hmm. nonsense we usually do with each other. Mm-hmm. But how many times have we said to ourselves, like, I wish I had it back. And this is what Tape is talking about. It's right. like, get them to see each other as the enemy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to your point, love, where you think about, you know, we've experienced where people have hurt us. Mm -hmm. and now you're that person. You're the person who's hurt me. Exactly. Because you did something that felt the same, or at least bumped into that same wound, Mm -hmm. and now I'm going to have a similar type of reaction. Mm -hmm. And a similar type of distrust and, you know, anger or or whatever towards you Mm -hmm. um, that's, again, disproportionate to the situation at hand or takes away from the covenantal bond that we have as a one-flesh union.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right
0: Now, that first point when he talks about you know w- w- to get us to focus on the content mm-hmm. of what we 're fighting about mm-hmm. not even and about being right mm-hmm. i 'm going to win this fight mm-hmm. i 'm going to win this mm-hmm. argument yeah. rather than being in right relationship with one another, and not about the uh, it 's more about what as he was, screwtape is instructing wormwood have them focus on what they're fighting about, not the way in which we're, we're reacting to one another. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? So um, I may be, you you may be upset about something or you maybe have a difficult day and you bring something up mm-hmm. or maybe you, you're, whatever it is, maybe you react to something and and rather than see it as a opportunity to be there for you as your husband, I'm like, why are you coming at hit me hot? Like, what's, your, what's with the attitude? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I take it personal. So yeah. now I'd be right, like you were wrong for, and even if you were wrong for um, having attitude or, or being short with me or coming off cold or direct, whatever the stuff that's in our head, more concerned about that mm-hmm. than saying, man, what's wrong with my baby? Like, do you have a hard day, babe? Mm-hmm. You know, what is, what is it that ails you that I can help relieve that pain?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an opportunity to come alongside one another and support each other. Mm-hmm. And I think the enemy comes in and tries to divide. And so it gets us to focus on certain words or the way it was said, mm-hmm. as opposed to trying to come together and help one, one another out during these, these difficult moments. Mm-hmm. It's really a great opportunity. And I know easier said than done because we're human, we have strong emotions. But it's a great opportunity to work through and become stronger in the relationship to help one another and sit down and listen to one another. Mm-hmm. And really to try to figure out what is the other person, what's behind what the person is saying? What are their needs? What is it what is it that they're conveying and not conveying? Really working through an opportunity to work through it. How can I understand my spouse more through this incident? Mm-hmm. But I have to be available and I can't react to, maybe perhaps um, your reaction or a particular word that was used maybe i'm missing the point if i hone in so much on things that are so insignificant
0: mm-hmm. and i think have you know as couples have the willingness to fight for one another mm-hmm. not just with each other mm-hmm. right so putting a lot of attention on being right again mm-hmm. to, you know that just but actually fighting for like no this is trivial this is silly even again even if the other spouse is wrong, mm-hmm. right? There's, there's something there, so let's try to figure out what that is. What triggered that reaction? Um, how can we grow from that? Mm-hmm. Instead of letting something perhaps so trivial really damage and cause further harm mm-hmm. or further, further discord or hurt on your spouse.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: He goes on to say, Remember all of your subjects intuitively know that there is an enemy. Our relentless attacks on them have made them all feel like there is something in the world that is against them. So your job is to make sure that they equate the enemy with their spouse or neighbor or co-worker or best of all, with themselves. As long as they don't begin to wonder about our presence, that would be disastrous. The biggest thing we have going for us is that they don't believe in us.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is true, I think, for a majority of the world, mm-hmm. really are you know, there's no hell. They believe there's no hell. There are no demons, right? Mm-hmm. And that there is an attack on the family, which is furthest from the truth. Mm-hmm. And so now, even though intuitively I know that there's something against me, there is an enemy. Instead, so in these moments, what happens is that the evil one tries to to look at our spouse as the enemy, mm-hmm. right? And so they to cause that division.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so if we were to use this in the context of goal setting, like we were talking about, Mm -hmm. and so we have differences of opinion with regards to what goal, the first thing that we could do to come alongside each other is trying to understand one another, right? Try to, and it's a great opportunity for me to not only understand you, but fall deeper in love with you. Mm -hmm. So I can understand, hear your heart as to why you think these are, these are things that are important to you. And we all may have some non-negotiables and some areas in which we can, we're more flexible about. So really hearing those non-negotiables, but underneath that, why? What's really important to you and allowing each other to be heard and share those and because we're getting to a vulnerable spot. So we need safety So ensure that I'm calm, you're calm, we're Mm -hmm. able to hear each other out. It's not about winning. It's not about getting our way. It's about understanding one another. Mm -hmm. And so I have to be in the right disposition to do that. And I understand also as being human, we have strong emotions. And so sometimes I can't be in the right disposition that you need and I need to take a time out. Mm So maybe I need to go to the Blessed Sacrament for, you know, 20 minutes, do some prayer or in my room and, and do a prayer there with the intention of coming back and then getting back into the discussion and
0: resolving it. Right. And so yeah. you, you, you use a good example of a timeout to the Blessed Sacrament, not a timeout to the bar right. or a timeout to some other unhealthy coping mechanism. Right. right, and with the intent not to—I don't want to be around you,
1: right—and no. and
0: to grow in my stubbornness and resentment, no. But actually, to say I'm not in the right disposition,
1: right. So you're right. It's being mindful of that. So what sort of thing will I do in that time so I can get the goal is to get into the right disposition, mm-hmm. so I can better hear and better love my spouse. Mm-hmm. One of the things that um, you know we think about when we're trying to love each other more. I know that I think about God and how God wants me to love you. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And it doesn't matter whether I think you deserve it or not. And the same is also true for me. You're called to love me despite whether I deserve it or not. Mm -hmm. And you think about God, how much he loves us and pours Mm -hmm. into us, undeserving as we are, Mm -hmm. but he continues to do that. And that's what the sort of love he calls us to do in marriage Mm -hmm. is to go beyond ourself. And so sometimes we love one another, not because we deserve it, but because God, because God does. Mm-hmm. And we, wanna, we want to honor Him. So how do I get in that sort of disposition? How can I do that Can mm-hmm. be faithful to what God has called me? And so you're right, I have to be very intentional about what I select during that, that time out. And for me, I know prayer and the Blessed Sacrament help me to get in that disposition.
0: Mm-hmm. What about you? Well, I would say definitely the same. I think the Blessed Sacrament has been transformative in our marriage, in my own personal prayer life, and my ability to heal, mm-hmm. right? And be a better husband, be a better father, mm-hmm. be a better disciple. And I think just really leaning on God. Mm-hmm. Right? In the end, God gave me you in order for me to get back to him. Mm-hmm. And I need to get you there as well. And so just recognize that in the pettiness of our world days sometimes it's real easy to get caught up and forget that mm-hmm. but just you know i know how blessed i am to be loved by god and to extend that love of him mm-hmm. to my wife and to my kids and and I actually am, i'm very much obligated mm-hmm. right? so it's i think putting things in the proper place mm-hmm. making sure that we are on the watchtower Looking for the screw tapes and the wormwoods and the demons that are out there looking for you to fall. Mm-hmm. Right? The mm-hmm. most intelligent creature that God ever created was Satan himself. Mm-hmm. And he's looking for us to be stripped of eternal life with God. And mm-hmm. so in this vocation of marriage, which is a sacrament of service, it is my responsibility to lead you and our children and and everyone that God entrusts to us to heaven. Mm-hmm. And so not to be right all the time and not to get my way all the time, but mm-hmm. to lead you to heaven. And that's in holiness and in purification and in sanctification of our marriage and of ourselves. And so it's just staying focused on the, the end game. Mm-hmm. Right? What's mm-hmm. the final call? What's the final prize, if you will, mm-hmm. is beatific vision with our Lord. And so it's just how do we get there together?
1: Right. Right. So what do you think about that? If we had a, if we set a goal and we are in disagreement Mm -hmm. and we're at a point now where we're trying to figure out, okay, how do we come together and create this goal together? Mm -hmm. And now you're sharing your non-negotiables. Does it, what other things do you think, um, does that, does that part make sense in terms of hearing each other out? So how do we know that we're being listened to? What is it that I do or not do in terms of ensuring that you feel heard?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it it makes a total sense. Um, I guess maybe the bigger question is what happens when you feel you're not, you're not there, right? So let's say we hear each other out. And then we still remain on different sides of the goal. Yes. So is there an expectation as spouses that the end result is that I get you to change? see things my way? Mm -hmm. Um, Or is it to actually say, let's, we need to figure this out. Like maybe I have some said non-negotiables and so do you. And maybe they're not non-negotiables necessarily anymore Mm -hmm. because it means more to me to do this with you than not do it with you. Mm -hmm. Right. Or whatever it may be, whatever the situation that couples are discerning. But I would say, you know, it's like praying, right? It's not expecting God to change. It's you who changes in the process. Mm -hmm. And I think Obviously, humility and meekness are attributes of our Lord himself. Mm -hmm. And so how are we demonstrating that in the context of this type of situation? Mm -hmm. Am I humble and am I meek? Not weak, but meek Mm -hmm. and docile to what God is asking of me in this moment with my spouse. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's not about always getting your way. It's not Mm -hmm. about finding a compromise that you feel Good about necessarily it could be very much a, a difficult sacrifice mortification self-denial mm-hmm. of whatever it is that I may want in order to unify us together
1: mm-hmm. but you're describing a lot of virtue <laughs> yeah so that yeah. takes it requires a lot of spiritual maturity
0: for sure emotional spiritual and mental maturity mm-hmm. to recognize that mm, maybe I'm being prideful in this mm-hmm or maybe you know again, it's it takes a lot of introspection, self reflection. Mm-hmm. Not that everyone's going to be there day one, but mm-hmm. like these are the things that are required in order for us to get to heaven.
1: Yes. Right? So if we're, you're right. It's it's going to take. It's a process.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And on this side of heaven, we're all on a, you know, we're all on a journey.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, sometimes our our spouses are unequally yoked. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's very difficult, mm-hmm. but because there, you know, it is true that we are human and we're on a, um, and journey that when you're in disagreement, for an example, we're using, you know, goal setting to build in order to build romance. So we're using that as an example. Okay. But do we need to resolve it that, that night, that day, Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it takes, it's like peeling an onion, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. We're getting at layers right now. Maybe the goal, it's a mini, it's a mini goal mm-hmm. to this other goal that we're trying to achieve. That, that short-term goal is just, can I understand more about myself? Because mm-hmm. you're, you're describing ways that maybe we need to grow in certain virtues, humility, mm-hmm. whatever it is, mm-hmm. meekness. And also, can I understand more about my spouse? Mm-hmm. What is it? Why are these so important? These non-negotiables? Why are they so important to you? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure it's tied to family experiences or values. And so being able to hear that out, but knowing that I don't need to resolve this now, that it's a process, it may take time. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's going to require prayer. Mm
0: -hmm. It should, right? Mm -hmm. If it's really of God. Mm -hmm. And he's really calling you both because that's the goal should be rooted in God's will for you in your life. It shouldn't be just some random, you know, people maybe say that's overly spiritualizing, but everything you should be doing should either get you closer to God or moves you away from him. Mm -hmm. So are you being a good steward? So whatever it may be, whether it's job seeking or some new endeavor or a podcast, whatever it is that it is that you're discerning as a couple or goal setting as a couple well, how is this helping me? One, grow in my faith. Two, grow in my marriage. Mm-hmm. Three, helping me be, be a better, better disciple. And there's obviously a variety of stuff there, but mm-hmm. it should require prayer. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, if you're if you're feeling the tension of the goal setting process, you should be absolutely taking it to prayer and seeing what God does with it. Then, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and not praying that you get your way, but praying, mm-hmm. Lord, your will be done. Exactly, and if there's something I'm missing, help me see it. Right. If there's something I need to soften up, them soften my heart. Yes. Right.
1: Yes. Yeah. Something that I've been, um, I like to say to myself often. You know, we have this sort of dialogue going on in our head, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's just in your will is my peace, Lord. In your will is my peace, Lord. Which is sometimes this will is not always aligned with mine, but I pray that my that my will becomes aligned with His. And I know intellectually that that's where I find my peace is in His will for me. So it does require a lot of prayer. Mm-hmm. And so taking that to prayer when we're in, that, in those moments, hearing each other out, and I think approaching you know, conflicts differently, not seeing each other as the enemy, but more so how to help one another. And I have to trust your intention that you do will my good and that you do want to get me to heaven um, and so, how do we work together in order to do that? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so we've said a lot in this this episode. Mm-hmm. Sleeping with the enemy, you know, Wormwood and Screw Tape are trying to get at you, the demon. I mean, again, it's yes. it, the reality is is that the devil hates you and I and us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, You know, we know from Sister Lucia, right, the last seer of the, uh, Our Lady of Fatima, that. The final battle between God and Satan will be over marriage and the family. Mm -hmm. And we are in those times. And so let's not take it lightly or in jest, but really kind of see that even though this was a cleverly written letter, it actually is very true. Mm -hmm. That the devil wants us to focus on being right rather than a right relationship with each other and with God. And he wants us to not see them as an enemy, but see each other. Because therefore, right, we we're we're not being as christ calls us to love god and to love neighbor and so we hope that was of some help to you all and that that helps you in your goal setting and in just your married life right that you we recognize we all come with our set of wounds recognize that the devil's prowling like around like a roaring lion looking for your soul to devour that he's going to try to trip you up um, but you have god you have your spouse you have the communion of saints and you have other couples like ourselves and your guardian angel, guardian angel that's right and you and your you got a couple sets of guardian yes. angels right as you would hear from father jack river right you have the your own guardian angels and your and as you got married right you have a guardian angel over your marriage all the archangels gosh we have a we have a whole army god's army behind us and so trust in that lean into that see your spouse as a great gift of god to you that you need to return back to him so um, as we always say continue to pray for us as we continue to pray for you you. Let us know if this was helpful. Let us know if there are other topics that you want to hear from. Um, And you know, until the next time, we will be praying for you and for your marriage. God bless you and keep you.